right, my lover, and welcome to the No Old Bar Witchcraft podcast. I'm going to say that, do the subtitle of crap. Say that Fucking normal, joke. Normal people language. Normal people language. All right, my lovers. Why are you all cowboy carrot, not cow? Yeah, farmer karaoke. It ain't no farm boy karaoke, Chris. I ain't even not even sung or nothing. Oh my god, they're just probably. I've been, I've been hanging around with locals today. I went on a boat. Oh, okay. You see, now what's today's podcast about? Because I don't want to say something that will upset other people. Because I'm not that way inclined, Chris. I hate upsetting people. Oh sure, yeah, whatever you say. Um, so the I, I think what we were going to talk about today was kind of this idea of atheist paganism um, or kind of non-secular paganism. The idea where, um, not non-secular, secular paganism, I don't know. I can't think of words. I'm tired. Um, atheist so kind of, pagan. I'm an atheist pagan. Or yeah. I'm an atheist pagan. I ain't a religious pagan. Um... So you read a lot of Richard Dawkins, but are a pleb from the countryside? Is that what you're trying to say, love? Yeah, I'm a bit... I, I get confused by it because I'm I'm of that kind of thought of, well, either you believe in gods or you don't. And atheism, in, in my understanding, was always that I don't believe in God. Um, so, But they often say, try and dissuade that, don't they, by referring to... God with the big G, not oh, the God with the little G. G. Big Daddy. No, so Big Daddy's the one with the little G. G. Yeah, the little G. Little G, Big big Daddy, little G. Yeah. Big no. G. Big G. What's the little big G? G? Little G is when you, have, when you start to talk about multiples of gods. Oh. Where okay. they suddenly start to become little G. So what about they... the sisters? Huh? The Susses, you know, the goddesses, the goddesses. The goddesses. Oh, no, we're just... The lady yeah, ones. They're still with little Gs. My point is, when it's big G, they're normally referring to, you know... Uh, monotheistic. Monotheism. The big G is monotheistic. The little G is uh, the opposite. Panotheistic. Polytheistic. Polytheistic, that's it. The polytheistic always makes me think of polythene and plastic. Oh, okay. So, are you religious, Chris? No. Are you pagan? You know I struggle with that word. So, I... Struggle to spell it or what? No, you know I struggle with the word. So I, can't, I, don't feel, I don't feel like I can claim that word. But for me, it comes down to worship. But Mr. Chris, they don't claim the word. They reclaim it. <laughs> like some old cobble saints. That's what's all big in the 21st century, Chris. It's all about reclaiming, you say. It's all about we're reclaiming this. We're reclaiming that. Honey, you were born not that long ago. I don't think you're in a position to reclaim anything. <laughs> I don't think it was taken away from you, was it? No. You're going on about some tribe that lived a long time ago and it's got a call to deal with you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I personally struggle with the word pagan and I quite often have to explain myself when I go to moots and things because people will kind of go, uh, but you're pagan though, right? And you're kind of like, no, um, I'm not quite sure I should be here. Um, I'm definitely, you know, we've talked about it before, haven't we? I'm quite happy claiming the word witch. What I have a struggle with is the word, because obviously the word witch isn't totally comfortable with you, is it? But we won't go down there. We've covered that before. With Whereas the word pagan still means country bumpkin to me. Um, but that's you see it as an classical. Do you see the word pagan as an insult? I I find the word pagan insulting, yes. So I always found it insulting, and I never liked it, nor do I really... I would never call myself a pagan, um, but other people just assume that I'm a pagan. And I first 
for a long time have found that it would be more of an insulting word on two levels don't get me wrong it's just not it's not just one kind of bs academic kind of level um it is multiple levels but i still find it a little bit it kind of is a is a jerk reaction still i'm a, i'm around people that call themselves pagans and stuff like that and there are one or two people that go around calling themselves pagans that i do respect and like so that's certainly helped flavor it in a positive light but ultimately i either think if someone's calling me a pagan i'm thinking some uneducated hick from the countryside which many would say that that is true i am an uneducated hick that lives in the countryside but it's rude to call someone that even if they are like you're not supposed to call someone fat even if they are fat chris in this day and age i don't necessarily want to be called an uneducated hick that lives in the countryside even if i am one because it's rude i consider it to be rude right also what I tend to do in my mind, because of the way my mind works, I equate things together. So when someone calls me one thing, I think of all the other things that I associate with that word. So when someone calls me a pagan, I'm thinking crushed velvet, smelly, overweight, doesn't know much about magic, buys a lot of plastic statues and worships them. Now, I'm not saying that that is the whole of the pagan community, However, when I type pagan into a Google search engine or something like that, that tends to happen to be what comes up. Now, some people would find that very insulting, and to a certain extent, it is insulting. But don't take that up with me, because I'm an uneducated hick from the countryside. You need to take that up with Google, because paganism in the modern world, that's essentially how it is being marketed. I'm sorry sorry not sorry it is kind of being you know marketed by putting plastic ribbons in a tree and all that and i know that not all pagans do that but at the same time when we really go down deep and i speak about a lot of these people that say that they're pagans i ask how attached to that word are you most of them aren't really attached they're just using that as kind of a blasé language to try and say well actually i'm open-minded and i believe in recycling and stuff like that which in itself is potentially a problem but you know it's 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 lazy language isn't it is it just lazy language i don't know because i'm an educated hick from the countryside to be to be fair it's it's one of those it's one of those words that it's become what we call something, which is why, which is why I get a bit, I don't know why I feel a bit uncomfortable with it. You know, I think there may become a pay like a time when, especially with all these Insta witches about where I won't find the word witch comfortable anymore. Oh yeah. Um, and it is getting closer and closer the day where I can't claim that title anymore. Completely. Uh, without without adding another word to it like classical witch or whatever because they've ruined it yes um but ultimately we can't do a massive amount about that so we can accept well, we don't I like mean, the word pagan you could, but we're confused by it you could but we'd be accused of doing what many uh great evil dictators have done in the past with regards to cleansing certain people obviously it wouldn't be necessarily people that have uh you know certain characteristics instead it would be uh muppets that call themselves pagans you'd have to start and um, or witches you'd have to start cleansing all of them getting rid of all of them and to be honest with you i'm not that sort of person that likes the whole you know murder genocide type thing we're getting a lot of buzzwords i hope the algorithm likes this <laughs> i don't know it may actually categorize us in the other side of county lines and then at that point you won't be we won't be able to be on youtube anymore but you know it's one of those things you like to keep pushing pushing the letter as they say so you know that's that's <sighs> what will happen and you will just have to accept it i um, like to have conversations unfortunately the conversations i like to have you're not allowed to have anymore chris regardless of whether i am on the same side ultimately as a lot of the people that implement the rules and sort of say apparently what you are and aren't allowed to have conversation about because it used to be what you are and aren't allowed to think or believe you are on the right side or you're on the wrong side now even if you're on the right side and have the right politics and by right politics i mean left politics funnily enough um it's all very confusing isn't it um even if you do have the right left politics 
you're still not allowed to have the conversation in the first place, you see, which I find, well, if honestly, it drives me more to the right side of the right side. <laughs> I like to be balanced in, equal, in an equilibrium. My Libra tendencies would be in the middle, be very centrist, but I just have no home anymore because there's no left, there's no right, there's no centre. I don't understand all of this stuff. And all I know is that I am evil and wrong and bad because of the things I don't realise I believe in because I haven't ever been able to have a conversation with them to find out what I do believe in or what I don't believe in. This has all gotten very political and all about freedom of speech. Yeah, right? and I know, I know... I know this is supposed to be a, an episode about paganism, but I thought we'd have avoided politics at the very least, Liam. It's like going to one of these pagan moots again, where all they want to do is talk about politics instead of witchcraft. So I'm going to call time on that, and uh, we're going to uh, get back to the point, Liam. Quite so right. Quite the whole point of discussing the word pagan was to kind of you know, deal with this new amalgamation that seems to happen a lot, which is, well, there's two of them. And I'd like to talk about both of them, but we'll start with the one that's actually in the title, which is, is the, this combination of atheist pagan, which, you know, what I used to understand English language said that that is called, that's what's called an oxymoron, where yeah. you put two words together that mean the opposite. Um, so I'm, I'm often confused by this point because I don't understand. And I did just check online while you were rambling about pol politics uh, for a definition Ooh. for what an atheist is. Yeah. Um, and the, the Oxford dictionary likes the phrase, a person who disbelieves or lacks belief in the existence of God or gods. So there, it actually expands it to include polytheism, yeah, which obviously is what pagan sits under, is nowadays, polytheism. Nowadays, basically, yeah. So if, it's, if that's the case, then how do you make yourself an atheist god, uh, you know, an atheist pagan? Because essentially you're talking about having atheism in a system that is designed to appreciate multiple forms of divinity. My well, first thought is it's not too dissimilar from us. I mean, we may gravitate towards and sit within pagan moots and attend pagan moots and gatherings and such. And we do the very simple thing of saying, I kind of like you guys, but I'm not one of you. Right. Get that clear. I'm not one of you guys. I like you. I'm friendly towards you. I think it might be cool to do stuff together, but I'm not one of you. And this is kind of like that. Well, actually, I'm an atheist, but I kind of like the spiel and politics and dressy up sides of paganism that what i see from the google images and such therefore i want to remain not following a religion because i dislike religion because i'm an atheist um and disagree with it and don't think that i know anything or can know anything well that's technically more agnostic i guess isn't it um but i'd also like to come and and dress up like you guys and do a ritual in the woods which will actually end up in being in someone's living room because it was raining that day and we can't be going out in the rain, can we? Because we're neo-pagans. Oh, there's that buzzword as well, neo-pagan. Nearly pagan. No, we're not going there about the neo-wiggins. Neo-pagan um, does not mean nearly pagan, as I like to tell everyone it means. It actually means new pagan. I know that, but I still like to use neo-pagan when I address someone that I think doesn't quite cut the mustard because mm. I'm not a very nice person but I'm allowed to be not a nice person for now <laughs> <laughs> for now um so yes yeah, so kind of for me it's that conflict of the two that makes no sense to me because although you know you give a good enough argument to say yes, we turn up and say, we're not pagans, but we are witches. Um, I don't think that's quite the same. Your That sentence says, from us, is basically saying, I don't do worship, because that's the big word that I kind of associate with paganism, is it's still worship. So I don't, 
you know, and some people would probably argue otherwise, which is where these atheist pagans come in, I think, mm. is people would argue that, oh, you don't have to worship in order to be pagan. But then they tell you about their practice and their practice is definitely worship. Mm. Um, so you creating an altar space for a deity uh, and basically saying, this is your spot. I'm going to feed you three times a week with this this spring water um, is is in itself a form of worship. It is about giving giving space to an idol in the hopes that the entity will take a uh, take up a seat there. Um, you or know, beg basically begging. It's begging. So yeah. uh, for lack of any other phrase, that is what it is. It is begging. It's petition work. So it's a, I find it's a tricky one for me because I don't see how, uh, you know, unless it's one of these hipster things where they're trying to be ironic. Because mm. that's, that's, that was the one during the, the noughties, wasn't it? Oh, he's just trying to be, he's just trying to be ironic. Um, and you're kind of like, no, you're a moron. But anyway, the, the bit that I can't, I can't get used to is that how can you believe not believe should we say in deities but class yourself as part of a group that is about worshipping deities in the plural i just but chris how can one such as yourself work with deities and consider yourself not to be pagan or religious it's really quite simple I think, but then I, I'm on the same lines as you, so you're basically preaching to the choir with what you're probably about to say, but say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, it comes down to this word worship. Mm. To me, I accept that they exist. There are bigger entities than myself in this cur current corporeal form. Mm. Uh, just to add that little bit of ego in. The um, So, at the, you know, I accept there are other entities other than me. Um, and other than humanity and i accept that some of them have more power based on the fact that they don't have bodies physical yeah. ones that is so you know um there is that kind of aspect of kind of going i know these exist and i work with them there is no there's no worship um at the end of the day i don't go you know thank you very much love um i'm, I'm really i'm really grateful obviously i just realized you can't see me and I thought we were on Fausty for a second because I did miming and everything. It's probably um, for the best. But, you know, that kind of tip your forelock kind of, yes, sir, master, sir, thank you very much. Um, because I don't do any of that and I work with them as if they were another client, which is that I think is the bit where yeah. we, we match and would talk about in the same essence is, not only do I work for deities, have work, done work for deities, um, deities have worked for me. There is that kind of reciprocal relationship of kind of going, okay, there are things I can do that a deity can't do. And then you kind of go in, but Chris, that sounds uh, blasphemous and all that bollocks. Well, you don't worship them, so it can't be blasphemous, can it? You see them as yeah. colleagues. Yeah, very important parts of a team, and a team is established with multiple things, multiple people, entities, whatever, in order to do something, a piece of work. And people bring, and deities, everyone brings something to the table. That's how you work with it. It's big boy stuff, isn't it? Big boy yes. and big girl stuff. Not, oh, the university professor is oh so clever. It's, I'm a university professor, I'm just from a different department. Let's pull together as a team to accomplish this specific piece of work because there are things that have positions and experience in things that I may be not as good with or have less experience in. It's big boy stuff, big girl stuff, big boy and girl magic, something that you don't tend to see a lot of. The very few people that do practice that keep it a secret, to dare to know and then to keep silent. Why is that? Why can you not? find big magics, big workings, big relationships with spirits realistically kind of talked about publicly. I wonder why is I think that? a lot of I think a lot of it comes down to the very simple um you know mob um what's the word I want? 
um, mob mentality, this kind of people, people measure themselves against others that they think are the same as them. Mm. Um, So therefore, like I said, like we've said at the beginning of this, pagan has become that word, like witch is becoming that word of it's been quote unquote reclaimed and therefore they have ident- used that word to identify themselves and others that think they understand what that word means flock to pair themselves and compare themselves to them so before you know it it's this huge thing and everybody is is an expert on the matter and ultimately they all agree that they're all amazing what they're not aware of is that people are practicing um above them in a different way for a lot longer and not to kind of bring up that argument because you know how much the i've been practicing 40 years bollocks uh we're used to having mm. um i'm not interested in that i'm interested in whether or not you have access to all the other times you've been a witch or something bigger um and are able to actually tap into multiple lifetimes of experience not just the one you're in now so, you know, that to me is where the kind of the big boy pants are on and you kind of go in, OK, when I want to know that you have access to the whole branch, not just the leaf you're currently sat in. Um, and can you access that experience as a whole? You know, are you capable of looking at yourself and your practice from other versions of your eyes, shall we say? So. You know, there is that kind of part for me that I get frustrated with and I think others do. And then they just retract themselves from being out in those communities because they know they know there's or they fear there are no others like them. And I think that's when they hide off. Um, I think that's, to be honest, what No Holds Barred and Witchcraft Live do for a lot of people is it's that hidden space where they don't have to tolerate that kind of bullshit. Um, Do you know what I mean? I think that's kind of why it's slowly becoming this quite, you know, for lack of a better word, elite little group Mm. that actually are practising or should be. Otherwise, you're in the wrong place. Get out. Um, But there is that kind of aspect of, well, they found this community within the community um that actually is doing what they want to be doing and they want to be meeting that so that they can really use the word witch and mean it but i think you'd struggle to find people in our groups to be honest that probably don't use the word pagan either and i certainly guarantee they don't use the word atheist pagan i think there's a problem in our communities that we've set up and also communities in general whether that be of religious nature or what people are trying to in communities unfortunately and fortunately trying to create communities which basically means they're looking for shared belief shared systems similarities and here's the big danger with that because at its core you're an individual and all of your experience and your path is unique to you and i and you know whether that would be this incarnation specifically or you know you can look at it on multiple levels as well i know but ultimately you get a group of people that look like they have similar beliefs and practices but they are different they will have different uh experiences abilities uh directions that they're going down and it's where you draw the line in terms of trying to create a community and the problems come very often with forgetting that everyone's different and no one else's practice or belief or anything like that ultimately matters it doesn't matter the only one that matters is yours yours personally Mm. now what people do is they create communities of similar minded people that they find will help will help them similarities because obviously humans and community and that kind of go hand in hand as part of our psychology and that and evolution and that but to a certain extent also helping you along your path if there's someone on a similar path you may learn and be assisted on your path by their experience and beliefs and you know shared experiences and such like that 
I think that we always need to remember that we are in a minority, a biggest minority, the biggest minority of them all, and that is the minority of one. It's always going to be the biggest problem. And looking out and judging other people's practices and such is perfectly fine and normal for a human to do. How you judge those people, we can have a debate about because some people would judge them saying, oh, that person over there knows nothing when actually that person over there potentially knows quite a lot and has their beliefs and practices been tested over a lot of time and their practices and beliefs have developed from the experience that that individual person has that you don't know about and therefore it's just looked at someone doing something and just prejudged it, you know? But at the same time, you can look at some people and you can think, ah, you're trying to obtain something that I've already obtained and I know because I've obtained it and I know how it works, you're not going in the right direction there. You know, it is a little difficult. Um, it's a very strange and the idea of community and stuff it gets very nasty and very dodgy when everyone suddenly has to believe and think and work in the same way now the communities we try to create are not based on similarity of belief or practice what it is based on is the idea that people are using magic as a means of exploration and development yeah that is what our community is about. It's not about paganism, it's not about witchcraft, it's not about lighting candles and doing spells and shit like that. What it is is about using magic as a means of discovery, exploration, and to enhance your life power. It is a tool, right? Us tools have created this tool, resource, community for you tools to get something out of that. Now, whether you get something out of it or whether you don't, who knows? People do get something out of it. A lot of people get lots of different things out of it. Lots of people don't get the things out of it that we want because the people that yeah. are joined, some of the people that actually yeah. come just for some uh, entertainment, you know? They come this to is... a community of people that are designed, that's basically been designed to help people study magic, develop further in the practice of magic, just to laugh and find it amusing which is fine if that's what you want to get from the community that's what you get from the community but obviously it's not where how we established it but at the same same time we just put a little bit of uh we're just catalysts we put a little bit of fuel there we put a little bit of something there and the community becomes the people doesn't matter it's all about the people ultimately it's one of those things where again as humans, one of our biggest flaws is we have to compare ourselves to other people. Um, and although I think what we've created is some of the best communities that are, you know, out there for this field, um, I'm still feeling that actually they still compare each other against each other and actually, you know, occasionally need reminding that I don't know about you, but I've, I've found witches that have more practice in their first year and a day um, than they have in their 30th or 50th year. So yeah. how long you've been practicing is of no use to me whatsoever. I need to know what you're actually capable of doing. But to kind of pick up on your what you'd said about magic. You've got one then, minute. It's pick not, about, it's not minute. about, no, this is about to catalyst onto the next side. But it's a case of going, okay, You've got these atheist pagans, but now from what you just said about the word, using the word magic and actually not being about witchcraft, but about how you wield and study magic, is this other phrase I can't stand, which is I'm a sceptic witch. Oh. Now, this idea that you can wield magic and at the same time not believe it exists. Um, so, but obviously... Uh, you're going to have to do your wrap-up now. I'm going to have to pick this up the other side. Well, you're going to talk about that on the next, you know, on the second half, the Patreon-only extended edition of the No Horse Bar Witchcraft podcast. I'm going to tell them what the right religion is. It's a nice oh, little okay. bit of clickbait. So there we go. Liam's <laughs> going to tell you what religion you should be practising, the only one that actually matters, the correct one. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to join the No Horse Bar Witchcraft podcast. 
I've really dropped my foot in it there because I'm going to have to come up with something clever now, aren't I? You are. Well, I it's fine. You've got, got at least a couple of. Uh, you've got some time. That one. <laughs> you've got some time because I'm going to talk about skeptical witchcraft first. Okay. Um, so you can think of something exciting to say. I'll um, try to do that. I'll probably get I'll probably get enthralled with what you're saying, completely forget about it, and you'll probably have to remind me that I've said something about creating a religion and I have to come up with one in three minutes or something. But there we go. So yeah, skeptical witchcraft was it? Yeah, so this um it's it's been raised to me a couple of times by one of our newest Patreons, who is so new we haven't even given him a name yet. Um has kind of flagged me up this particular uh, i think she's called the skeptical witch ah. and she's she's going to hate the fact that i've brought this up and probably crawl up her own ass but um i want to just kind of raise that kind because of, i struggle with it and what i might do you know say is anybody that's listening at this point on patreon will try and i might get liam to put a link to the skeptical witch in the in the bio and you can go in and go and look at her yourself because I don't dislike her. It's not one of those things. It's like when I posted that woman the other week, um, it was talking about witchcraft. It's not that I dislike her or what she's necessarily doing. I just can't help but notice what's missing. So what I really do struggle with, because she describes it in a very particular way, which is she says that she doesn't believe in magic or that we have the power to force change. However, when she's practicing, so when she's in the mode and casting, she believes 2000% in that moment that it's possible. And then after that spell is over and she walks away, she's back to believing it, she can't make any change in the universe. What you're saying is chaos magicians are now calling themselves skeptical witches. Skeptical right? witches. I thought you would say that. So that's why I thought I'd bring that bit up to you. So she talks about chaos magic um, in the sense that she actually uses the phrase wrong, technically. But what she's trying to describe herself as is a, as a chaos magician. Um, so she's she's of a particular class of people. That I'm going to talk, you know, not I'm going to probably unanimous, unanimously slag them all off at once without meaning to, which is there is a lot of these and they're they're migrating over to uh, to witch talk or whatever they call it over at TikTok and other platforms, Insta, etc., where they all come at magic from a folklorist point of view. So mm. I don't I don't mean traditional witch. What I mean is they have studied world religions and then have decided that they want to give witchcraft a go. Mm. And they're still holding on to their PhD in in religious studies and having trouble with the word belief. And they're trying to describe that, basically consider and kind of all seem to come to the same conclusion that belief is magic. And that those two things are the same. Now, I know we've covered it before in a very different way, but I kind of want to reframe it to kind of see how you feel about it um, as we do. I have a problem with that because when I perform magic myself, I don't consider that to be belief. Because it's not down to how hard do I believe that such and such a deity is, is real and can help me or that I believe I've got the power, it is, I come from a standpoint of saying, I fucking know I've got the power, and I'm going to do this shit. Because I come from a place that's called willpower, that I don't just ask the world or the universe to do something, or manipulate energy by begging it. I tell it to fucking do as it's told, and do it fucking quick. Um, so, you know, we come from a standpoint, or at least I think I speak for both of us, but you can correct me or not in a second. I come from where I just I don't I don't connect magic and, and belief unless it is a religious kind of magic in that kind of um, petition based or belief based magic. I think good practice comes from a place which is where I find a lot of naturals are automatically there 
mm. versus the tryhards that kind of have to convince themselves that it's possible. The natural just kind of knows that if they do X, Y, and Z, it's going to happen. And it's and it's not down to self-belief. It's down to the fact that they come from this, you will do it because I feel this way. Um, and then see that project out into the universe and, and manifest. So I kind of struggle. So I kind of want to hear from you saying, how do you feel about me replacing the word belief for what I do and willpower? And also that kind of idea of being able to practice while you're looking down your nose at it, which is what essentially is what I feel this sceptical witchcraft is doing. It's a, I don't believe in you because there's no evidence, but then I'm going to put all my energy into making something happen anyway. Indeed. I just, I don't know what happened there, but the internet just broke. So I'm not entirely sure if I'm still here or not. But there we oh, go. Oh, I can hear you. Go. So you can hear me. Okay, right. Did it it's, just glitch? It just glitched. The, the Wi-Fi is just switched off. So I don't know what's going on. Um, yes, yeah, so it's a very interesting from the point of religion and stuff like that. Now, I, go I Googled religion. Okay, Def definition of religion, and this is, is extremely important, right? The belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods, right? So this is the point. You believe in it and you worship it. This is why we, I don't think, considered religious and why we don't call ourselves religious, because we might believe in specific spirits or deities and this, that and the other, but we don't worship them. And that's what I tend to see with religion. Now, agnostic or agnostic, agnosticism, a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of God. Now, generally speaking, I've always used that phrase when people say, are you religious or are you atheist? Whatever, I just say I'm agnostic. Because to me, that is my way of trying to show an open mind. It's my way of saying, well, yes, okay, I have beliefs. Yes, I have experiences, but I'm smart enough to know in the grand scheme of things, I know nothing. And I like to try and um, basically, learn new things have new experiences i try to always unlike a lot of religious people i've found i try to always disprove what i already do believe so with a lot of religion there seems to be kind of like uh, i believe this i can't have anything shatter that paradigm for me for agnosticism i see it as always trying to shatter the paradigm that you're in because i see that as growing you know now that paradigm is different for everyone Atheist, a person who disbelieves or lacks belief in the existence of God. Now that lacks belief, some people could put as, well, they kind of believe. It's like they, they're not like really, really, really believe in, but lacks belief. I presume that this actually means a person that disbelieves is essentially the same as lack. So they have no belief. So if you have some kind of belief in gods, goddesses, uh, that's kind of thing, spirits, then I don't think you can be an atheist. Now, what I think is sloppy wordsmanship is what I'm seeing a lot of. There's two things that I'd pick up on. First one being sloppy wordsmanship, put in, well, I'll call myself an atheist witch or an atheist pagan or something like that, because I kind of am taking a little bit of a blasé concept here, a little bit of a blasé concept there, mashing them together. Um, but at the same time, to create something new, essentially. So you can't technically take the individual part atheist and take the part witch or whatever and actually look at the definitions because actually it's nothing like them. They they should have probably created a new word, I think. That's why I say sloppy wordsmanship. They should have just created a new word for what they want. Well, the thing is, they don't even do it from a kind of joke parody yeah in the same way that the satanists did come on like mm -hmm. you know that kind of part of kind of going okay well we don't believe in god we're going we don't believe in anything really we're going for nihilism at best 
um, <laughs> and then calling ourselves calling ourselves sat you know satanists like they're not even going to that point they're playing with the word belief in its kind of gray area of going well i don't believe in it so therefore i must be skeptical of it and you kind of well, well this is the other part where i think the atheist pagan comes in mm. which is when they talk about this idea of they just see um all all these uh, all these faces of the um the deities or pantheons as the same thing so when uh, they start yeah, when they the say, yeah so this is all one end you know one entity and that entity is the universe uh, and therefore i don't believe in gods because i don't worship i don't do this so again it's kind of that divorcing themselves from the word worship or divorcing themselves away from the word belief and trying to find a kind of new space and like you say maybe it is the fact that they're you know throwing the two words together in the hope that they kind of devolve themselves of any lineage in any other direction but the thing is i don't see how you can combine the word atheist and pagan without attaching their lineages because they're the most lineaged words you could possibly use. Um, you know, atheism is in, almost entirely tied to the Abrahamic religions. The, you know, it's not a word that would have been used before we talked about theology. So, and theology started really, let's face it, with the study of one, one God <laughs> and the belief in one God. Um, theology... The art <laughs> <laughs> exactly. the theology grows out of that we then start to include it to include all deities mm. but ultimately it started that kind of the owners of theology for me are still the catholics not even christians or abrahamics as a whole but particularly theology i can't separate that from catholicism um, but then that might be my leanings and not not the truth of the fact but you know there, there are these words that you can't separate yeah um and maybe it's because they're too emotive with a lot of words like atheist agnostic theist uh pagan um christian they're all words that are, are so heavily tied to emotive feelings mm -hmm. that maybe that's where we struggle with them okay so first one would be um the kind of wordsmith, um, so basically uh, lack of using the right words, lack of coming up with a new word. Second one for me, with the reason why a lot of people would use this kind of language and stuff that I see, is, well, I need to make sure everyone knows exactly what I believe. Uh, do you? Why? Why does anyone care? And why do you <laughs> need to put yourself yeah. into some kind of category? And that's the whole community thing. That is the... I need to establish myself as this so people don't misjudge me. Uh, mm. Sorry, that completely, and I mean completely, 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 completely flies in the face of in essentially almost the entirety of this little magical path mm. of ascension that people talk about, this lonely path, right? Because at that point you're talking about you're going to be privy to so many ins and outs and secrets of the universe and all the universes and such. You're not going to be able to transfer that across to someone else. Even if you wanted to, you won't be able to do it. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to somehow map yourself by saying, this is how far along my path I am to ascension to get to the end. Uh, by saying this combination of words so that you can judge me for it and congratulate me by saying, oh, you're very clever or very, very, very powerful, uh, knowledgeable, uh, mystical prick, or by saying, oh, fucking idiot, you know? Uh, so I would say it's completely pointless. I use the term professional witch because it's fucking good for business. And I use that term as a marketing term to make people aware that yes, I will fuck people up using magic for money. You know, that is the reason. I don't go to try and join groups of people and get them to think, don't worry, guys, I'm one of you, I'm one of you, this is what I believe, you know, because people have actually got to get to know me and have a conversation. We may need to continue to have a conversation 
until we both diverge and one person says something that the other person doesn't understand you know that is how it's supposed to be done you know that is the communication side of things the getting to know you getting to know all about there you go i think that's from uh is that from the king and i or is that from sound of music it's from one of those old um, i did a bit of cowboy karaoke let's pick on someone now because we've talked some waffle about like stuff that sounds somewhat clever I'd like to pick on someone that you picked up earlier, a type of person, Chris. I'm going to throw something out there that I'm going to hope is going to set people back on a magical path. And that is Neoplatonism. So let's take the piss out of the Neoplatonists, because what I see as Neoplatonism, I tend to refer to it as when I see someone that thinks that they're a Neoplatonist or says that they're a Neoplatonist, Bearing in mind, I've also said that all of these words and stuff are pointless because all you're ever going to get end up doing is trying to get people to understand your perspective by giving as few words as possible. And I'm going to prejudge someone based on the few words that someone else has given me, which is that I'm a Neoplatonist. That's what I believe. Neoplatonism to me appears to be I've got this far in my magical practice. I think I've gotten quite far, but I'm giving up now because I can't see how, how I get to the next step. That is my personal take on Neoplatonism for the simple, simple reason that, oh, they've come up with something mystical. Okay, it kind of works. It's kind of structured, opens the doorways to all sorts of magical workings and practices and stuff. And yet I can't do everything or anything that you actually asked me to do. If I say, okay, I want you to melt down this universe and recreate another one, please. They can't do it. And yet, if you're a Neoplatonist and you've gotten to the understanding that everything is just one thing, then surely you should be able to understand that by knowing that. And you can know that by manipulating it, understanding it, consuming it like a Borg, <laughs> assimilating it and then remelding it. But of course, they can't do that and they can't do even basic spellcraft. So if you're a Neoplatonist and you can't basically do everything, you need to ask yourself, and this is more for the ones that look down, because there's a lot of Neoplatonists that look down on uh, polytheists and people that, you know, I'm just picking up on what you said earlier, which is the Neoplatonists say, well, it's all of these gods and goddesses, you know, they're all just, uh, I know this is a third degree Wiccan, uh, third degree Wiccan secret in the Alexandrian tradition, but uh, well, I'll give it away. This are uh, all of the gods and goddesses, they're all the same deity, it's just different masks, right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yes. The earth, the earth, yeah, is all interconnected, yes. I can get an apple off of the tree and I can eat it and it's yummy. Go and eat some dirt. Well, it's all connected. You're saying it's all the same thing, right? You're saying it's literally all the same thing. Oh, wait a minute, from a fucking practical perspective, you don't want to eat dirt? So wait a minute, you're, you're going to go away and eat the apple because you're saying the apple is the same as the dirt. Now, where we talk about is we talk about the earth isn't interconnected, is made up of lots of different facets, very fucking complicated, yeah? And we maintain, to make things easier, an apple is a fucking apple right what we don't try to do is push the idea that you know platonism we've uh, we it doesn't matter you can go to the the dirt and eat the dirt and it will be just as nutritious from an apple don't worry when you're speaking to luna goddess you're just speaking to sakhmet it's fine you'll be received just as wonderfully. It doesn't matter how many nemesis nice statues you put on your altar, they're all gonna intermingle all of those energies perfectly and they'll all get on because of course they're all the same fucking thing. Of course they will. In reality, they get on and intermingle quite cohesively because you ain't a witch, you don't know how to summon them, you don't know how to consecrate them and none of those stupid plastic fucking figurines are seats of any description for any of those goddesses. And they didn't even know that they're there. That's why they all intermingle. You leave your prayers there and your offerings 
I mean, nobody home. The lights ain't even on. I mean, I can understand you think the lights are on, but nobody's home because they fucked off on holiday and left the lights on so they don't get robbed. No, it's not even that, Chris. There ain't even no lights on, nor has there ever been. There's just a Made in China sticker on the bottom. So where else are we going with all of this? We've got little, like 10 minutes left. Well, it depends on how much time you need to describe the only religion anybody needs. Oh, yeah, I said I'd do that, didn't I? Um, so, so do you feel you need a whole 10 minutes to do that? Or can I make one more snide comment about this um, this sceptical witch? Yeah, you, you, uh, you go and make a snide comment. I will try my best to dig myself out of this hole by coming up with something somewhat almost clever. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my latest, my latest issue with her was about the how she uses the word intention oh. and you know and you know how word how much that word triggers me um but she essentially at right at the beginning of the video basically said i don't do none of this intense intention i'm paraphrasing insta witch insta witch bollocks where she basically outed herself as a chaos magician essentially or at least trying to be um but she went on to talk about how um, she believes it's all psychology. Like I said, folklorist, probably trying to get a PhD, uh, practices a little bit of witchcraft on the side because it's in all religions and therefore must be some kind of thing. Um, but obviously is too intelligent to actually think that it could possibly be real. It's all folk tradition and, you know, country bumpkin rubbish um so where she you know i struggled to get through her entire videos to be honest because she's too woke for me um uh. where you know anyway but what she was trying to say that it was she didn't believe in this intention crap and then she was talking about how um she could put she, she likes to use all of the ingredients um on an intuitive level obviously she's choosing them because she likes them from her own correspondences oh. so she was getting points for that but then she was basically saying that all of these are just to program her brain um so that all magic is psychological is essentially paraphrasing as to what she said it's just mentalism she's basically she's basically yeah she's basically saying mentalism is how she makes magic work anyway but she doesn't believe in it except when she's doing the mentalism stuff. Mm. Anyway, what I wanted to do, because this triggered me in a way with the word intention again, like the word witch or like the word belief or pagan or atheist, there are all these words where everyone's convinced they know what it means. And they're all using completely different de definitions of what that word actually means. Um, but they're all talking about it like they're all know. They're all in the know. Anyway. Yeah. What I like to rely and remind people, particularly if they follow this sort of woman and believe in this, um, you know, intention. And I like to point out that obviously intention for me isn't about belief or wishing or petitioning. Intention is about what I would call cognitive engagement. How do you feel about that phrase? Oh. So it's about actually understanding what. The, your concept is your cognitive understanding of how that spell works and the intention part of the spell triangle that we like to talk about is about that it's about engaging your conscious and unconscious mind in order to program something this is what we're talking about programming um, we're not talking about that it's all about the intention and all we need to do is really wish it really hard because i think that's where a lot of people miscommunicate you know miscombobulate the two and think of wishing as this kind of belief modality that you just believe it's possible therefore it happens and actually no intention is all directed we're going back to that word i used earlier willpower and saying no i understand this is how it works i'm going to apply some energy and i know the journey will take these possible routes i want it to take this one but it will take all these so I've kind of, you know, cre created this phrase 
in order to kind of say that's what I consider it to be. So I'm talking about cognitive engagement. How do you feel about that? I love the term cognitive engagement um, because I know that it's something that the cognitive uh, the cognitive engagement little flicky icon thing like when you have a smartphone or computer you switch something on switch something off i think with a lot of our critics particularly the ones that like to comment the cognitive engagement function seems to be switched off in their brain <laughs> <laughs> and i highly encourage cognitive engagement i think is one of the only ways is the only way that you can um talking about preparations and dosages the only form of preparation and dosage to take this shell is via cognitive <laughs> because otherwise if you're not digesting what you're saying you're memorizing which is bad if you're not listening then you're not cognitively engaging so therefore what the fuck is the point you know this is all about basically disagreeing with us the whole thing is about challenging you to think and have conversations with yourself we like to spark ideas and such so yes i do love the co cognitive engagement thing i think it's brilliant love it so yeah it's because like i said i keep get i'm always triggered by this word intention yeah and i, I kind of have to i find myself having to explain myself as to what it means which is why I stopped using it when I talk about the spell triangle and I kind of just say focus because I think focus to me says cognitive engagement you are focusing something down sharpening it to a fine point and saying this is the direction I want it to be in whereas I think people don't they talk about clarity of intention but they often talk about want don't they they talk about or oh, I wish yeah um whereas i need you to be focusing on i will have uh or it will be like do you know what i mean like uh, you remove the self part of it it's about this kind of clinical cognitive explanation of kind of going this is what's going to happen and it's going to happen this way because um and then you insert energy source journey do you know those are the becauses those are the reasons that the 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 intention is able to get where it needs to get that focus point is able to get there um but yes there you go rant over i've filibustered enough you've got three minutes liam come on fucking hell right so i've got to delve my i've got to dig myself out of a hole right so i i said essentially what is the right religion for people is that right Something like that. The one, There's only one right religion. There's only said. one right religion, the correct religion. Right, okay, yeah. So everyone and thing is heading in a direction. They're getting to a place, a thing, a level, whatever you want to talk about, right? When you get there, it's only when you get there that you'll have the perspective of being able to look back upon your little pathway, yeah? You'll be able to look back and you'll be able to decide that was right or that was not right now ultimately most people would say well all of it was right because it got me to where i wanted to go i mean i'm here isn't it okay i might not have gone in the best way shape or form or the way in shape or form i'd like to have gone but i got here you know i can look back and think well oh, there wasn't a thinner route or there was a more efficient route bloody bloody blah ultimately it doesn't matter okay getting to that destination what that destination is you don't know okay only the person or part of you that has got to that destination looking back you're one of those people that feel like they're going somewhere and can maybe name that place that thing past the abyss whatever but you still don't necessarily know it or can't understand it nor can you fully understand the context of the journey that you took to get there until you are there right religion I have to base on what I see of religion, okay? Now, what I see of religion is, bearing in mind we talked about minorities and minority of one, religion by its very nature is judged on how many followers, how many people are a part of that religion, philosophy, or whatever. And if we're all individuals on an individual journey, you kind of think 
okay if I can categorize myself in this group and we will believe exactly the same thing I find that a little worrying I find that quite worrying the definition of religion is the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power especially a personal god that is essentially either or possibly all of these things but essentially probably one of them or more is either begging driver some sort of slave begging for this all-powerful thing controlling force right or you know you are trying to get to that thing you're trying to appease it something like that i mean it's worshipping what is worship at the end of the day a lot of people would think of it as bowing down enslavement seeing that thing is more important bigger than themselves this is a bit awkward you see because if you are on a journey of some kind of ascension or something like that you need to leave behind in some way shape or form every god or deity that would be classed in religion under that religious banner you kind of need to you know okay they're a bit further up the stairs but eventually you've got to you know pass them maybe pat them on the head as you pass past you know go past inclining those stairs the problem with religion the problem with saying what is the right religion is that everyone is different and if you are on that path which everyone is because essentially that is the nature of the construct of the universe isn't it everyone's on some kind of path whether they're aware of it or not is religion going to get you there and the answer is of course no religion is a step in stone that you take therefore i would argue and i would say use the caveat kind of the well no one can say what the right religion or the right path is for you apart from yourself but uh, honey think you need to take a have a word with yourself you know because I wonder what your staff would think of the religion that you either are part of will be part of or have been part of I think yourself will see it as a stepping stone but not the whole thing so I think religion's bullshit I also find that religion is possibly one of the most easy ways of manipulating people I've considered creating religions myself, but I just don't, I can't lower myself to that kind of uh, ethical mor moral standards. I can't lower myself, Chris, to that kind of ethical moral standards of, you know, these religious as, creators and leaders. As someone that has been worshipped many times, um, my argument this would week. be... <laughs> <laughs> my answer is that would be... Thing? <laughs> is... My issue is it's too much work. It is. It's too much work. and Too much work. I see a lot of religion as, oh, please just tell me the answer. Just tell me what I'm supposed to do, okay? Sit in your seat, keep your hands by the sides, and we will strap on the safety equipment, and the roller coaster will be setting off shortly, right? Religion. You join something, and you're along for the ride, in this kind of thing but does it get you there you need to ask yourself don't you at the end of the day right for those people who at this point paid their three three quid or their five dollars or whatever it was to get the answer that liam asked for uh, pointed out he was going to give at the end of the free side if they've now got to that bollocks answer he's just given which is there is no religion that's worth going to well, it is it's the not? one that you, yourself tells you, and I don't mean yourself being you. I mean your greater, greatest, highest self. That's such. That is such a wishy-washy bollocks answer. I'm so disappointed with you. Um. Anyway, for those that did do it, go and check out the other content because Liam doesn't always lie. Believe it or not, there is um, a shit. Did I ton. lie there? Did I lie? There? Do you not think there is a shit ton of really good information in there? And those of you that are on tier one, you really need to get yourself on tier two because that's where all the really occult shit goes on. Um, you think there's too much content for you to get through on tier one. You just wait till you get to tier two. 
Um, yeah, but the tier two stuff, a lot of people don't understand it, and it's all just kind <laughs> they of don't like, understand the tier one stuff, but they still want more. Liam. No, 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 Chris, point. Chris, they this is the problem, isn't it? They think they understand <laughs> the tier one stuff, we know they don't necessarily, but they think <laughs> they do. When it gets to tier two, like any cult, they realize how far out of their depth they actually are. <laughs> But there we go. Is there anything else that we need to discuss? Or is that it? No, I was just giving a shameless plug to make up for the fact that you just told them bollocks. Well, I didn't tell them bollocks. I think that it's right. I mean, let's be fair. Is any religions right? No, none of them are right. None I'm of not, them are right. Liam, <laughs> I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just saying that the end of that, the free edition, was the biggest cock tease moment ever. It's that you were going to give some massive answer of occult knowledge and you just went, oh, do what you want, love. It's but all correct. right in the end. You have to do it's what all right you... in the end, Chuck. It's all right in the end. You have to do what you want. You'll find not... your right feet. But not and then what you get you there want. in the end. Chris, they need Whatever to do what... Like, love. They need Whatever to do what like. they want, but not what they want. They need to do what they want, right? It's which them you're talking about. All right, bye everyone. <laughs>